Due to strong language, this program is intended for audiences over the age of 13. The sound has been designed to come from all around you, so listening on headphones is suggested. But however you choose to go on this mission, we encourage you to immerse yourself in this journey to the heart of our solar system. Previously on Solar. Matryoshka. Encryption enabled. I don't know if I'm prepared to go through with this mission. Payload 3 has to go off without a hitch. It has to, and I'm so worried. The sacrifice. This sacrifice is worth the reward. You know what the shutters are. Yeah, I figured it out. I can redo the dish measurements, but that's not the only problem, is it? I mean, I can redo the programming to account for energy deflection. How soon do we have to do this? I say we start tonight. We have to fit it in where we can. Use our off hours. That'll make it take longer. All the more reason to start tonight. Detach the payload specialist, right? Nothing happened. Payload 2 was successfully activated. Give it a second. So what did you see the first time? Your own reflection? Eli, the precautionary measures were successful. Specialist right, confirming the payload 2 drop was successful. There's a ghost in my capsule. It's at, it's at the window. Outside the window? Inside. It's, it's here. And... Jamal, I believe you're seeing something, but it isn't real. Stay calm. It's waving at me. It's trying to make contact, I think. It's waving? I'm going to make physical contact. No, stay away. If it isn't real, it won't hurt Jamal, me. you're gonna electrocute yourself. Don't touch it. Pre-solar event. Mission day. 478. Allie? Yes, Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. Please stop solar sonification playback. Playback terminated. Matryoshka. Simtech encryption enabled. Can you display the Simtech readings for the past 90 days? Is there a certain set of readings you need prioritized? Not yet. All of them. All readings displayed. Thank you, Allie. You are welcome, Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? I understand jokes. Mm, this isn't a joke, Allie. I meant funny as in strange or curious. I was just about to remark how odd it was that they programmed you with politeness. Why is that strange or curious? I suddenly thought how humans have to be programmed with politeness, too. Humans do not have programming. In a way, we do. We have instincts, survivalism, hunger, thirst, lust. It's the same in animals. But humans have the ability for auxiliary programming, language, artistry, commitment, politeness. What is it that parents have to say to their children over and over? What do you say when someone passes you the salt? And the child eventually learns the phrase, thank you. Why do the readings change? What do you mean? Here, between day 380 and 400, the system usage increases, but the energy flow seems better. Isolate those two arrays and put them in a timeline format for comparison. Yes, Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. Shame and regret. Those are two more auxiliary programs humans have. We had to learn them. The longer you live, the more complicated life gets. You are calmer than you were earlier today. Am I? Yes. You made a brief message prior to the Payload 3 deployment meeting, and you seemed upset. I was... I was feeling vulnerable. But it will be over soon. What will be over? 
My mission. The Aethon mission will last another 424 days. Yes, of course, but today we are releasing Simtech Satellite Number 3. Only one more after that. Huh. Can you isolate the solar core dish readings for me? Yes, Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. Am I reading this correctly that the dish begins taking twice as many measurements on day 395? That is correct, Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. Who approved that? Specialist Taja Z. That would require reprogramming. Please show me all programming updates made in relation to energy flow and processing as administered by Taja Z, Eli Wright, and your own auxiliary programming. Yes, Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. That's more than I expected. Let's look at new programming in the past hundred days. All of this work, all of this labor, look at all of this. It's hard to believe that my life's work will come down to this unintelligible string of letters and numbers. This has been your work for the past five years. 20. The Aethon mission was only announced five years ago. 20 years of my life, Allie. Would you like assistance in feeling happier? I can tell you a joke. No, Allie. Mine is a sadness that's just always there. Is it auxiliary programming? Yes, friend. This one's deep in the code. Do you believe in God? I do not believe in anything. I am a program. I know things to be true. And I am recording the most accurate data possible. And I am updating my software for future crews on future missions. Ah, then you have hope, at least. I have not been programmed with hope. I think you might have been, even if they didn't intend to. Do you know what hope is? The expectation or desire for something to happen. Future crews and future missions. I do not understand. It's okay, Allie. You don't have to. How long until the final spacewalk? 87 days. Sorry, I wasn't clear. How long until Simtech's final spacewalk? 53 days, 5 hours, and 26 seconds. <sighs> my father was a traditional Jew, and he raised my sister and I that way. He wasn't extremely by the book, but enough that he wanted me to find a husband and settle down at the ripe old age of 25. Same age as Eli, but I wanted more. And please understand that I don't think poorly of women who are content to be housewives, but my life is my life. My choices are my choices, and no one should feel obligated to do things just because the rest of the world says they should. Would you like to speak to medical officer Jessa Aquino about this? The only one I want to speak with right now is you. Why? Because we have limited time. The mission will be over in 424 days. Yes, Allie. I loved science as a kid. I loved the constellations. But I loved quantum mechanics most of all. Especially in relation to light. Sometimes particles. Sometimes waves. You can know a speed or a location of a particle. Never both. You get to peek behind the veil but never fully understand the world. And that, just that... Knowing one thing and never understanding the other, that's the human condition. Did your father approve of your scientific endeavors? My father didn't want a daughter married to science. He wanted a daughter married to a man with a good job. He wanted grandchildren. 
So I left him. I left Judaism. He disowned me a couple of times, but we found ways to work it out eventually, usually ignoring it. It took a lot of time and work and talking and prayer and forgiveness, but he never abandoned me entirely. I'll give him credit for that. When I first started working with Simtech, he was diagnosed with cancer. They gave him two months. They said if they had known two months sooner or even detected something in his last physical and blood tests, they would have had time to at least try some form of preventative measures. Instead, all they could offer was a rough idea of how long he had left. At least you had time to say goodbye. <laughs> oh, Allie, that's not what happened. My records indicate you visited him in the hospital. But look at when. Two days before he died. I was so scared to see him like that, but the longer I waited to visit, the worse he got. My sister called me, begged me to come and see him, please. So I went. And he was this sad, old, sunken-eyed man. His strong hands were bony and spotted. His voice was raspy and I could barely understand him. Can you isolate only codes written by Eli Wright between day 380 and 425? Yes, Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. But my sister gave me some time in the room alone with my father. And he tried to talk to me, but the only word I could understand was pray. So I held his hand, closed my eyes, and prayed to God, heal my father. Bring him back to us, back to me, everlasting God. Destroy the cancer inside him and restore his life. I opened my eyes and he was crying. He tried to say something else, but I couldn't make it out. Then an alarm went off. Nurses rushed in. He was moved to critical care, and I was suddenly standing in the hallway with my sister. I told my sister he wanted to pray, and how for the first time in years I felt moved to speak to God, and that I asked him to take away this cancer for my father to live. No, said my sister. Father was asking you to pray for him to die peacefully and quickly. He didn't want to fight anymore. You prayed for the wrong thing. Thankfully, the Almighty God and myself weren't yet on speaking terms. My father died two days later. There. Isolate that code and let me see the full string. Yes, Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. Eli rewrote the code. Taj changed the measurements. They went behind my back, Allie. Would you like to schedule a time for Specialist Taj Aziz? Specialist Eli Wright. Commander Alex Tolley and yourself to discuss appropriate reprimands. No, they were right. I would have prohibited their alterations, but they worked. Taj and Eli will see this mission out, Allie. I see that now, even if it means working against me. I'm sorry I've made you jump through hoops for me, Allie. I know it was extra auxiliary programming, but I appreciate it. And I appreciate you, Allie. Thank you, Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. <laughs> Thank you. I only wish you meant it. Can you bring up every conversation between Taj and Eli? And lay it out in timeline form, please? It would be after payload one, but before... Oh, let's take a listen to the anniversary party. Thanks, everyone, for being here tonight. Aethon operating system timer failure has resulted in terminal error. Audio packets are unable to be compiled chronologically. 
Please reset AOS internal clock. Manual, Whiskey Foxtrot 156 Delta 2. Emergency audio packet 22-GOLF 2045. Kurt Co. Media presents Solar. Episode 7, The Anomaly. Post-solar event. Approximate mission day, 550. Jamal is not responding to your message. Contact him again. Contacting Jamal. The air filters are in need of replacement. Status, low priority. I promise I'll finish that soon, Allie. Incoming transmission from Jamal in Capsule 8. Answer it, answer it. Hey, Ren. Jamal, are you okay? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you answer as soon as you were conscious? I needed a minute. I was passed out for a while there. Almost half an hour. That makes more sense considering the dent I put in the console. I must have been thrown back like eight feet. But you're alone again? Yes, correct. I see no ghosts. But, but, but this is proof that they are real. I felt something when I touched it. They have energy in How did you know it would electrocute me? I... I think it was safe to assume something could have been defective. And if the wires were shorting out like you said you saw on the network arm, then... I, I don't see any sign of scorching where the ghost was. Can we stop calling them ghosts? You can call them whatever you want when I'm gone. Don't talk like that. I'm the only one seeing them anyway. Jamal. Ren, at some point, you have to accept what happened. You have to accept the situation we're in. Now, you can try and say that I'm crazy. You can try to say that Simtech is at fault, but that doesn't change the fact that we're stranded in space. <laughs> I'm going to run out of oxygen. And the only hope you have of making it home is contacting Mission Control before it's too late. Let's review the audio from Payload 3. Maybe we can find evidence of Margaret doing something. Even you can't disparage Margaret on Payload 3. Plus, my head is throbbing, and I don't think I can take that right now. Well, you can't go to sleep just yet with a head injury. Uh, Holly can keep me awake. You should go to bed, though. It's almost 1 a.m. No, it's 2 in the afternoon. Wait, is it 1 a.m.? It is 12.48 a.m. UTC. (laughs) Thank you, Allie. Would you like the current time in another time zone? No, Allie, thank you. Please stop. Updating sarcasm. That wasn't sarcasm. Sarcasm updated. (sighs) You should get some rest. If I don't save you, what's the point? What do you mean? Why would I be worth saving? Because... You are. I don't want to stop talking right now, if that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, um, what about the ants? You mentioned ants. Did did the ants survive the flare? They did. Get out of town. I'm going to replace the air filters while we talk. 
fine with me. I'm just gonna sit right here. <laughs> so the Tali Elementary School experiment lives on, huh? Oh, it does. And what's going on with them? Listen to this. <laughs> Allie, how many ants are in the nest habitat? 632 or 633. She doesn't know. Mm, not since day 532, the solar event. Is it another glitch in the system following the flare? Not up there with the incorrect manual page numbers and the non-stop temperature readings? Let's say yes, which wouldn't be a big deal unless we got into a situation where we need to know the correct answer, like... <clears throat> Allie, is the new air filter in place and fully functioning? Yes. So, is yes as certain as 632 or 633? We could test her with knowns. I've tried that. Allie, what is the sun's diameter? Approximately 1.3927 million kilometers. Allie, how old is Jamal? 35. 36 next November. <laughs> I have some bad news, Allie. Ask her something that you would know that I don't. <sighs> Allie, uh, which reactor drum do I most commonly have to grab to reinitiate rotation? Drum 2. Is that right? It is. Allie, I'm moving to capsule 2. Allie. Yes, Jamal. How many people are alive on board the Aethon? One or two people. Fuck. What were you hoping she would answer? Not that. Allie. Yes, Jamal. What time is it? Where? On board the Aethon. 0055 military time. 12.55 a.m. UTC. How do you know? I began tracking time after my most recent system reboot. Wait, does that mean you don't know what time it is on Earth? I have not been able to locate mission control. So we don't actually know what time it is? I began tracking time after my most recent system reboot. But we don't know exactly how long it took to reboot. <sighs> Do you know what time zone it is in Antarctica? Mm-mm. It isn't. No one can lay claim to Antarctica, so each base follows the time zone of the country it comes from. Isn't that confusing? Sure. But it's Antarctica. Days last days, nights last nights. What does any of it matter in the end? Allie, is the air filter in place and fully functioning? Yes. So what do we do then? What do you mean? How do we fix Allie? Well, before we can fix Allie, we have to know the correct number of ants. Allie, switch me to capsule three. So I keep trying to count the ants. <laughs> what? Why? We have to know. I mean, how are you even trying to count ants in a nest habitat? <laughs> Stop laughing at me. Go back to calling me different bird names or whatever. No, Ren. No. You never found a good one for the record. Ren, I'm not making fun of you. Because you are... You are... Never mind. Because I'm what? I don't want to finish that sentence.
I count the ants because I need to make sure they all survive. <laughs> They're ants. Seeing how long they survive was part of the experiment. <laughs> and how long do they normally live? Well, no one knows for sure. <laughs> we don't pay attention when nothing's at stake. No one does. We only know how long ants live in laboratory conditions, not in reality. Workers have lived up to four years in laboratories. Queens have lived up to 15. Some claim 30. Wow. Right? No one knows how long ants live in reality because no one's looking. You're Schrodinger's box. Fully realized they're alive and dead without opening the box. No one cares if ants live or die until we need them in an experiment. Do our lives mean more in an experiment? You're asking me? I try to count the ants because I need to know. I need to have control over something. I need to know how many ants we have and how many survive and how many make it back to Earth because I lost control. Because I lost count on us. If I know how many ants there are, I can tell Earth how many survived and that's worth something, isn't it? It makes our lives worth something. Right? You are, uh, are the last person I'm ever going to talk to. That's what I was going to say. That was the end of my sentence for what it's worth. You are the last person I'll ever talk to. I can't accept that. I know. Turn off your air cooling. Jamal? Good night, Ren. Would you like for me to recontact Jamal? Yes. No, Allie. Not right now. You should get some rest. Not now. I'm not tired, and I think Jamal's angry with me. Allie, can you, can you show me the NAS and Simtech readings for a week prior to the event? Can we do a side-by-side -side comparison or processing it through like, like you did with the recordings and the timelines? What information do you want to compare? Well, I had this idea about the hallucination Jamal touched and the shock he got and the shock I got from touching my hallucination. You cannot touch a hallucination. I know. Um, can I compare uh, the Simtech readings and biometrics? I don't even know if there's a way to look at that side by side. It may require some editing and display shifts, but is this what you need? Please provide verbal acknowledgement if this information is what you need. It is, Allie. It is. Pre-solar event. Mission day. 478. Allie? Yes, Commander Alex Tolley. Take the readings of every functioning sensor in the ship from the past five minutes and include it in the next audio packet. Yes, Commander Alex Tolley. Commander Tolly, he wanted to see me. How's your eye? I have to get the bandage replaced again in about 15 minutes. That wasn't my question. 
It hurts. I deserved it. Have you apologized to Eli? Not yet. But you will. He goaded me into it, sir. That was an order, Pilot Davis. <sighs> I will, Commander. Ali, please notify me if anyone approaches. Yes, Commander Alex Tolley. Do we need to meet on the bridge instead of... It's fine, Jamal. I'm just getting a little stir-crazy. Cooped up on the bridge all the time. I have a whole ship under my command. Why shouldn't I meet somewhere I can stretch my legs a little? And Capsule 5 has the best view. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, Jesus. Oh, look at it. The sun. It's unreal. And it's still the most real thing I've ever experienced. I wish I was going on a spacewalk. I understand. I'm particularly excited for the Mercury flyby tomorrow. <laughs> Mercury? Why? We'll be closer to Mercury than the sun. <laughs> Mercury? Jamal. <laughs> what am I going to do with you? <laughs> <sighs> Margaret wants you reassigned for the spacewalk tomorrow. To what? Air filter replacement. That's ridiculous. After what happened in Payload 1, I need to be on comms. But it didn't happen after Payload 2. She says it's proof the system is stabilized. We are still feeling the shutters. She said Payload 3 will stabilize us even more, and evidence is in her favor. Someone has to be in Capsule 8 in case of emergency. And I told her that will be Medical Officer Aquino. Jessa? Everyone on board has been trained in the basic functions of each crew member's role in case of emergency. Dropping a Simtech satellite is not a basic function. Jessa can handle it. Why not Ren? Margaret has asked that Ren not be involved this time either. And again, evidence is on Margaret's side. She said having Ren involved only wastes her time, which wastes Nask's time, and we absolutely cannot fall behind schedule, no matter what. Did Aru say that? Fred said that. Remember him? He runs Nask. What the hell, Alex? My hands are tied. What am I supposed to do? You're acting like a child, getting into fistfights. Margaret demanded consequences. The air filters don't even need to be changed yet. <laughs> what? That's such a stupid argument. You know that, right? But it's true! Jamal, calm down. If you learn one thing from today, after trying to punch Eli, it's that you need to be slower to judgment. I don't hesitate if someone Not is... Not slow to action, slow to judgment. Think things out before you make an ass of yourself. Yes, Commander. I had to agree to our terms. But I need you to trust me and listen very closely to what I'm saying. I told Margaret that you won't be on the comm link for the Payload 3 spacewalk, and Jessa will be at your console in Capsule 8. Oh. Good. Jessa will be serving in your role over the comm link from... Capsule 4. I'm going to have Allie transfer the functions and readings to a console for her there because I don't want her too far from the medical resources in case of a physical emergency. And me? I need you in Capsule 8 on the comm link, but muted. I want you there if something goes wrong. Understand? Yes. Is Ren worried? Why? You're helping her, right? Just wanted to know what she thought. I mean, she's worried. I am too. Mm. 
What did Eli say to get you so riled up? We don't have to discuss it if you don't have time. I'm all ears, Jamal. For real. He got my audio packet again. He listened to a message from Chelsea. Oh, yeah, your friend from Florida. Yeah. What happened? Eli was making some comments about how I missed my shot with her. Why? She got married. Did you miss your shot with her? No. It was never like that. Her husband is great. She's happy. I'm happy for her. It's just... You weren't there. I made a choice to be here. To do this mission. And that's three years of not being there. If only we could be in two places at once. She said she'd wait. But Hiroto's father was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. If they had caught it a few weeks earlier, maybe they could have... Um, But they didn't. He had two or three months to live. He wanted his son to be married before he died. So they got married. I'm sure she missed you at the wedding. She said she'd redo the ceremony just for me when I got home. She wanted me to be her maid of honor. (laughs) They took photos, though. They... They drew a face on a paper plate and held it up when they took pictures. <laughs> you have good friends. I do. But I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Go get your bandage changed. Thank you, Alex. <sighs> Allie? Please increase the air circulation in this capsule. Even in here, it feels a little stuffy. Yes, Commander Alex Tolley. Aethon audio packet from Mission Control, 479-1-2045. Aethon, this is Mission Control, Flight Director Arv Patel, Mission Day 479, audio packet 1, year 2045. That is audio packet... 479-12045. Mission Control has received and approves of your altered roles for the payload three drop happening later today. We are deeply disappointed in Pilot Davis's behavior, but are glad to hear that no one was harmed in the physical altercation. Our monitoring seems like solar weather should be clear, so it's a green light on all fronts for the launch of satellite three. Double check with Ren immediately prior to the launch. Godspeed. You have selected to play the classified message for Dr. Ren Guerrero. Please enter the four-digit security code. Now playing classified message for Dr. Ren Guerrero. Ren, there's no way to access the information being collected by Simtex equipment. NASC and Simtex share the network arm and is all hardwired into the Aethon, but Simtex dishes route information straight to the Simtex consoles. Only Margaret, Eli, and Taj have access to it. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ren. Let me know if there's anything else we can do. I've attached the training videos you requested. I'm sorry we didn't have time to review them before launch. If you require more training videos, medical training, navigational basics, spacewalk videos, just say the word. 
I know you're doing your best. You have selected to play the classified message for Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. Please enter the four-digit security code. Now playing classified message for Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen. Chief Scientist Cohen, I've asked you three times. Please reach out to Allison. Right now, Simtech just keeps saying they'll get back to me. As your life is on the line, I thought maybe you would have a vested interest in hearing from them. Playback stopped. You have selected to play the classified message for medical officer Jessa Aquino. Please enter the four-digit security code. Now playing classified message for medical officer Jessa Aquino. Jessa, we have an update regarding your recent set of questions. I'll just go down the list. Uh, number one, uh, please denote what you identify as the change in the subject. You don't have to provide a hypothesis or the type of energy causing the change just yet. Uh, number two, please denote the level of change you're noticing in the ants. DNA, molecular, cellular, etc. Uh, number three. Playback stopped. Pre-solar event. Mission day, 479. Simtech payload 3 is now synced with NASC network arm. Specialist Z, you may begin payload bay arm extension for orbital placement of satellite 3. Payload bay arm extending for orbital placement. Hold on. And there's Mercury. Visual on Mercury behind the Aethon. Hmm. How does it look? Same as you could see last night. Just bigger. Yeah, Jamal was saying it's actually Stick to the script unless there's an emergency. It looks very dead. Like all of the solar system will be when the sun becomes a red dwarf. Oh, shut up, Eli. If we're lucky, maybe humankind will be burned from the surface long before then. Part of this mission, part of our mission, is to figure out long-term space travel so we can find a new home. New homes, if needed. There are many objectives on this mission. The viability of long-term space travel is among the least important. Stopping payload arm extension. I'm verifying orbital position. Eli, we're gonna have a talk when you get back on board. About what? I just want to run a couple of tests as well. <laughs> you want to see if I'm having side effects from the sleeping pills? I don't want to discuss this on an open intercom. Oh, did anyone on here not know that I was in sleeping pills since payload one? Specialist right. Orbital position is accurate for release. Thank you, Specialist Z. Requesting permission to activate payload three. Chief Scientist Cohen, permission granted. Onboard Commander Tolly, permission granted. Activating payload three. Counting down from three. Three, two, one. Payload three activated. Payload three successfully activated. Already getting readings. Abnormal spike detected in power usage. Holy shit. A flash. I saw two. I can't believe it. I, I saw the flash again. None of you believe me? One is power overload detected a nuclear reactor. We lost gravity. Oh dear God. We're going to Jesus Christ. I can feel it. We're falling into the sun. We're falling into the sun. Eli. Eli, calm down. Eli. What the hell was that? Everyone on board, get to a safety harness. I'm going to be right back, Eli, okay? <laughs> 
Detach the payload, Eli. We are gonna die, Margaret! <laughs> Going weightless. <laughs> oh, Jesus, please, no. We're falling Detach the, the payload, Eli. We're Detach. <laughs> Lock one detached. Jamal, reboot Ellie. Oh, no. Lock two detached. Jamal! Taj, bring us in now! Now! Eli, stop moving! You're getting tangled in your tether! My arm is malfunctioning! It grabbed my throat! Remove your arm immediately! No, reboot Ali first, Jessa. I can't! Why not? I'm... I'm not encapsulate! Jamal, where are you? Taj, retract the arm! Okay. Okay. Margaret, what are you doing? You're detached from the tether! I'm climbing back in! Jamal. Ali, reboot all systems. Please verify command. Reboot all systems. Reboot! Taj, open the outer airlock door. Ah! Oh, I have to wait for Ali! Red, go to the medical base. Oh, Jessa. Mission control. Red! Mission control located. <sighs> Opening outer airlock door. Prepare for jettison option. No! Listen to me, Pilot Davis. We'll be fine. How? We'll be fine. Taj, close the outer door. Closing outer door. Ellie, please locate Red. I was right last time, Jamal. I'm right this time. Everything's going to be fine. I can fix this. How? Let her do what she needs, Jamal. Dr. Rengadetto has been located in Capsule 1. Open up the link to Capsule 1. Red, get to Capsule 4 stat. Jessa needs help. I can't. Uh, Allie, release my safety restraint. Safety restraint, It's not releasing! Jessa, go to capsule one. The payload bay arm has fully retracted. Visuals on Eli. Retrieve him. Make sure you're tethered in. He's liable to throw anyone straight into the sun. You're gonna need help removing your suit. I'm not removing it. I'm not removing my spacesuit. Airlock fully pressurized. Open the inner door to the airlock. That isn't the procedure. Taj, go help Eli. Entering Athon Capsule 5 through Payload Bay Airlock. I'm coming for you, Eli. I don't want to die. What do I do, Alex? Wait for Margaret. I can put the jettison option. Jesus, Jamal, do what you're told for once. I needed you. Where were you? Pilot Davis, open the decontamination area door. Now entering Capsule 7 from Capsule 5. Artificial gravity restored. Solar suit 2, integrity compromised. What happened? Cracked my visor. It's fine. Where are you, Jessa? Brad, do you have visuals on Jessa? Not yet. <laughs> Jettison option. No, this isn't how our mission ends. 
We're going to be on time. Stand by, Kyle Davis. Uh, I've grabbed Eli. He's still Visuals on Jessa. Crawling on the floor. Oh my god. Ali, release the safety restraints. Safety restraints. <sighs> Nothing happened. Just, she's close. Maybe 20 feet away. Open the decontamination chamber, Pilot Davis. What are you doing, Margaret? These suits can take the radiation from the sun. They can take a thermonuclear reactor. Your visor is cracked. My suit will last long enough. Open the decontamination chamber, Jamal. You're willing to let her die? Now, Jamal. <sighs> Opening decontamination chamber. Now entering capsule eight. Visuals on Pilot Davis. Just a little closer, Jessa. I can almost reach you. Entering the decontamination chamber. <sighs> Closing chamber door. No, 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 no! I can't reach her, she's floating away! Allie, release my safety restraint! God damn it, Allie, I'm stuck too! Decontamination chamber sealed. Open the inner door, Jamal. This is a death sentence. It doesn't have to be. Not for everyone. But if you don't let me in there, we are all going to die. We are all going to die if I don't do something now, and all of this will have been for nothing. Do you understand? Open the door, Pilot Davis. You're killing her. That is an order, Pilot. Opening inner door. Where is the rotating drum? You see the narrow part? Below that part, that's the nozzle. Above that is the core. You have to remove the cover. And? And you'll see the drums. They're about a yard long. The, the drums are not rotating. Which things are the drums? Look at the top. You see those cylindrical things? Something is preventing them from rotating, which builds up heat, which is making our vertical propulsion. <clears throat> Grabbing drum two. I need something I can push off of. Can I step on this? Step on what? Jamal, you know that. So what's the rush? Solar suit 2 radiation deflection at 1% and dropping. This is going to use up one of the spacesuits. So be it. This isn't how you want to die. You'll be in more pain than you can possibly imagine. Trust me. I've read about the people who've died in nuclear rocket disasters and the people in Chernobyl. Jessica can treat you if we pull you out now. I'll die anyway. What does it matter how? Commander, requesting permission to extract Margaret. Jamal, this is worth it. The mission is worth it. More than any of our lives. Can't you understand that? I'm putting on the radiation suit. Put the suit on, Pilot Davis, but do not enter the core for another five minutes. She's right. We need to wait as long as possible to see if this happens again. You're going to let her die. I do not need to explain my decisions to you. Put the suit on and wait five minutes. Do you understand? Do you understand, Pilot Davis? 
Yes, Commander. I've tied Eli's arms together with the tether. Permission requested for Specialist Wright and myself to come back on board. Permission granted. <laughs> so what now? Solar from Kurtco Media. Created by Chris Porter. Directed by Jenny Curtis and Chris Porter. Starring Stephanie Beatriz as Ren. Alan Cumming as Alex. Helen Hunt as Margaret. Jonathan Bangs as Jamal. Jenny Curtis as Ali. Danielle Pinnock as Taj. Colin Ford as Eli. Anne Yatko as Jessa. With Nikhil Pai as Arif and John McCormick as narrator. Featured in Recovered Audio Asset 6 are Mickey Shaloa and Joseph D. Reitman. Produced by Jenny Curtis, Chris Porter, and Bill Curtis. Executive Producer, Bill Curtis. Executive Producers, Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella. Executive Producer, Helen Hunt. Sound Design, Mixing, and Mastering by C.J. Drummeller. Music by Chris Porter. Recorded at Shane Salk Productions. Production Manager, Dara Stone. Assistant Sound Designer, Allison Ng. Casting Consulting by Mormon Bowling Casting. Solar is produced in association with Workhouse Media. For more information on cast and crew, visit our website through the link in the description. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. Kurt Co. Media. Media for your mind.